0: With you on the go, this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Chris Sheets. Uh, we've got Kelsey uh, Campbell in for Jack uh, right over there, and uh, Matt DeBurr straight ahead. I didn't talk about this on uh, the show, guys, but I am fasting right now. I'm going for a uh, dropping off a little bit of blood today for oh. a blood sample, so I haven't had anything to eat, just water, since about six o'clock last night. You must be famished. You know, I normally don't do a lot of eating in those periods, but then when I start to eat, I really catch up. So, yeah. But but when you know you can't, you, that's all I can think about. Have you ever been there? You're
2: so focused on your stomach. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: I,
3: per- I I mean, I don't eat in the mornings. I don't yeah. do breakfast. Everybody makes fun of me for it. And I don't eat until I get home around 1130. Hey, so.
2: Matt, what's the most delicious thing to eat that you could possibly think of right now? Like oh. big, juicy ribs. Big
3: chips. I want a bag of chips. Mm. Oh,
2: mashed potatoes and gravy. No, mashed potatoes. Pork chops. For me,
1: it would be like the cheesiest omelet. Like an omelet that has more cheese than eggs or anything else on it. I do love a good cheesy omelet. Yeah, which is why I'm getting a blood check for my cholesterol. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should just... uh... We got a great podcast. Trust me. Uh, Enjoy it. And remember, one of us on this show had had nothing to eat. Guess who?
2: It makes a lot of sense. (laughs)
0: You're listening to the and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
2: After having a few of those warmer days, the cold is really stinging. Warming up to minus 10 with some flurries this morning, and then it's going to be windy throughout the day. Right now, in Edmonton, it's minus 16, but feels cooler a little bit more like minus 20 the acm awards announced the full roster of nominees yesterday and Le Crete, alberta's very own high valley is up for new duo of the year and calgary's lindsay l is up for new female artist of the year the awards air on april 7th with reba returning as the host some sad news in luke bryan's world his 18 year old rescue dog poochie died just a few weeks after luke's family adopted him but at least it was a good last few weeks the New York Islanders are in town tonight uh, taking on the Oilers. And on the Oilers' front, be prepared for some big moves. There's going to be a bunch of trades to make some cap room uh, before the NHL trade deadline day Monday. If you're taking a trip down the QE2 this weekend, you'll notice Red Deer is bumping. More than 3,600 athletes, coaches, and managers are taking part in the 17-day-long Canada Winter Games. And it wraps up next Saturday. I'm Kelsey Campbell, and that's what you need to know.
1: Thank you, Kelsey. All right. When we were on the stage at Cook County Saloon last night for Aaron Goodwin, we asked the question, how many of you here in this crowd are going to be listening at 6 o'clock in the morning? And they all said yes. I did call them liars because I'm like, seriously, you're going to get up at (laughs) 6? But we're hearing from a lot of them saying that they were there. Okay, Chris, I told you I'd be listening. Let's hear the announcement. Are you guys ready? Ready. All right. Invitation only. The only way you can get in. Is by winning your tickets right here to see the James Barker Band. Oh, very exciting. Is there anybody hotter than those guys right now?
2: The answer is no.
1: Yeah, Matt and I were talking about the last time we saw them was at uh, the Rainmaker, and they put on an incredible show. They those really are do. Awesome. hit after hit after hit after hit. And they're coming on March 21st, right? That's the day? Yes. All right.
2: And I haven't got to see them yet. This is one I'm not missing.
1: Okay, got it. Well, we want you to see them, be the first person. On the planet to win your tickets by answering the too early for a question question this morning. And I think it's a pretty easy one. The question is, just over 70% of North Americans say they'd rather have their home robbed than have this one particular item taken from them. It's a pretty easy one. Don't spit out your answer because you'll probably guess it. I'm guessing 780-421-1039. Yes, Matt the answer to your question or your answer.
3: I got it, guys. All
1: right. Just a, a subtle nod is all, all right. right. I if Matt got it, Kelsey, it's got to be pretty easy too early for the question. I would not
2: question.
1: have got this one. <laughs> all right. 780-421-1039. What is that one thing they'd rather have well, not stolen and have their entire house broken into?
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And we found out March 21st we're going to have another huge party with the James Barker band and
1: we're trying to give away our first pair of tickets. Uh, the too early for a question question this morning it's a fun one, but I think it's a pretty easy one. Let's find out at seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Just over seventy percent of North Americans said they'd rather have their home robbed, believe it or not, than have this stolen. What do you think it is? I'm
0: thinking it's uh, pictures,
1: frames, like pictures. Oh, like so, like all those memories and things yeah, like that. Memories, that's uh.
0: what usually most people are afraid to
1: lose. Yeah, it's true. There you go. Like, and somebody that breaks into your house and steals your pictures, like that's like next level bad, right? Plus, creepy, man.
2: Docker alert. Yeah,
1: nowadays most of that stuff is on one of your devices. Uh, what do you think the answer is, Bob? Uh, the cell phone. It's their cell phone. Congratulations. Oh, sweet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. And And you know what the ironic part was? Right after that, Bob's cell phone went dead. So there you go. Maybe it got stolen right out of his hands.
2: Could you imagine the uh, irony?
1: Yeah. So we need Bob to call us back. But there you go. 70% of people would rather have somebody go in their house, go through their stuff, than steal their cell phone. People
2: haven't, haven't been robbed before then. There's nothing that makes yeah. you feel more violated than someone going through your stuff yeah. where you think you're safe.
1: Can't imagine. I, I had my car stereo stolen once in my Mustang years ago. And it's like, I didn't want to even go back in it knowing they were in it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So no, I get it. House, Yes. Hey, what whatevs. Yeah. You can rifle through my things. Touch my things. <laughs> I got nothing of importance in there. It still would be Nick weird. Knacks and old socks. It would still be weird. Anyway, Bob, call us back. We're going to give you James Barker band tickets. You're listening to the Kiss in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about uh, what was weird or what Wednesday. So the question was basically, what if your dad really wants his daughter to find a man? And what if that dad seems to think that a bunch of guys that he works with might be perfect people for her to go on dates with. Kelsey's just shaking her head. She still can't believe this happened.
2: Butt out, Dad.
1: Butt out? No. Teach me
2: how to change my tires. Stay away from the men in my life. Hmm. I can decide that for myself.
3: Your dad loves you and wants to help you. What if the perfect guy is working with your dad and this hard line you've taken, Kelsey, means you're never
1: going to meet that love of your life?
2: No, I will because I, I can depend one? on my own. How many loves of, lo- of your life do you got?
1: <laughs> I think the, what Kelsey's thinking, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but if uh, sh- your dad works with that perfect person, you're probably going to be aware of that perfect person and you're going to find your own way yeah. to do something I, with I'll that talk perfect to person.
2: I'll, or he'll be talking about this guy. How often to- have you gone to your dad's work? Hmm. As a kid, I went a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which would have been a weird time <laughs> to discover one of his
1: coworkers. Yeah, when I was five, I used to go. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, and that's when you fall in love. Uh, there's the stories in the NHL where all of a sudden, like one of the hockey players on the team of uh, you know his uh, you know his daughter falls in love with one of the players, and things get kind of awkward after. Like that. A Gretzky. Well, what Gretzky? Did he fall in love with somebody like that? No,
2: he has a hot daughter that I'm sure oh, all of the hockey players yeah, yeah, want to yeah, date. Oh,
1: yeah, I get Paulina. it. Paulina. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I got it. So the question was, is it weird or what? What do you think? Should uh, Dad butt out or should Dad uh, just try to help?
4: It's weird. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Who wants to date people at work?
1: Nope. Well, your dad's work. <laughs>
4: My dad's work.
1: Yeah, yeah, like that's even weirder, hey? It's that's
4: strange
3: even that yes.
2: your father no. would know
3: them intimately before you would. Yeah. Exactly.
2: I don't think he knows them intimately. <laughs> well, as well, people. Not, not,
1: <laughs> I'd not, hope not. Not like that, but yeah. <laughs> but you're saying, hey, Dad, you know what? I'll find my own guy. Don't worry about your guys at work. Yeah, no. That's your take? I,
4: I mean, unless unless it's somebody really, really, I don't know, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> After one or two tries, give up.
1: I know what it's. Yeah, I know what it's like. I mean, so we just want to make sure our daughters make the right choice.
4: Well, yeah, but but we can do that too.
1: They're not usually going <laughs> to listen to their dad's choices. Well, you
3: got 18 years to make sure
1: she makes the right choice. That's yeah. what
3: you're
0: doing.
4: Yeah. No, I wouldn't like my dad doing
0: that. No. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You're not going to believe
1: what happens when you call a random guy named Oscar. You know what? It took a few Oscars. It wasn't the first Oscar that answered the phone, but boy, we got the right one and uh, you're not going to want to miss that. That's coming up in about 10 minutes' time and don't forget, don't blow it for everyone, another chance to play and win. Uh, That's coming up in the uh, 7 o'clock hour in about an hour and 10 minutes, as a matter of fact, at 7.30. We're talking about, uh, again, Dad trying to get involved with his daughter's dating life, which sounds strange, but Dad's, once you got a daughter, you understand. You just want them to, like, you know, and I know you were right, Matt. you, You spend, like, 18 years kind of helping like show them a positive relationship with you sure. and whoever you're with. And so you, you hope they choose the right person. But I can understand why dad's maybe working with a guy and goes, this guy would be perfect for my daughter. And you also know how much money they make.
2: I would also like to see a dad who would suggest <laughs> any of his colleagues. Yeah. Because you know them better than most people. That's
1: true. You're the only we,
3: one here with the daughter, Chris. Is there, there anybody in uh, your travels here at Kiss and Country <laughs> that you'd want to hook, set up Bailey
1: with? Hmm. Men of your. Like men that work here? Yeah. Here?
2: Where you'd be like, you should probably talk to my daughter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably Bruce Bowie from six fifty two. Oh, Chet. yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, there's a 60-year age difference. They but treat her right, that.
1: though. Yeah. But yeah, the guy's got a lot of money in the bank. I'm just saying. And, <laughs> and, he, and he would treat her right. Bailey, marry for money. <laughs> I don't think so.
2: Best advice a dad can give a daughter.
1: I know her mom didn't. Here's Jake and down to the honky tonk. We are Kissing Country 103.9. You're listening to the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast. Okay, well, we'll see. So, so what we thought we would do is, uh, let's just call a, a, a random Oscar in Edmonton. We the, just Look, there's a lot of Oscars when you get the yellow pages up. So we just started going, and this is not the first Oscar that we called. Let's no. just say we had some unsuccessful tries. But boy, were we ever lucky. You got the music, Matt? Here it is. This is what happened yesterday when we called an Oscar in Edmonton. Hello. Oscar? Yes. Hey, it's Chris Sheets and the gang from Kissing Country. How are you this morning? I am
4: so good. How are you?
1: Good. We actually have called quite a few Oscars, and you're the first one that picked up the phone, so you're award-winning, my friend.
4: Well, more people should phone me. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you're just waiting at the phone. (laughs) All right, I wait here all day. Nobody phones me.
1: Oh my gosh, that's not that. That stinks. Well, well, thank you for taking our call. You know, your big award show is coming up this weekend. Of course, they named it after you. Are you familiar familiar with the Oscars?
4: Yes, and. Not enough people ask me my opinion on things either. So I've got a lot of things to say.
1: Well, let's get down to it then, if you're willing to, to talk to us about this. Uh, lead actresses in a, in a movie, as far as Oscars go. What do you think about that, Oscar?
4: I don't know who's in there. Did Wynona Ryder <laughs> act in anything?
1: No. I think no. she might be going to prison. Is that still
4: a <laughs> thing? <I> don't, <laughs> he she should win a bunch a bunch
1: of them. No, there's no Winona Riders in here. No, no. But I wonder if your grandson would like Yazilta. Uh, Perchio in Roma. I don't even know. Like, I, I don't Is
2: even it, know. Was that a name?
1: I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's... You're
2: not selling this, Chris. Okay, well,
1: Glenn, you're, Oscar, you got to be familiar with Glenn Close. She's got to be close to the same age as you. She's up for it. Glenn Close? Yeah. Is that a woman? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well... Olivia Coleman.
4: Olivia Coleman. That sounds more like a woman. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Glenn Close sounds like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross.
1: No, yeah, it's Glenn. Always Cl- be closing, Oscar. Okay, okay. This one sounds like a woman. Lady Gaga.
4: Lady Gaga. I remember seeing Lady Gaga dressed in a lot of meat once.
1: You do, eh? The meat dress. <laughs> yes.
4: She, she had a lot of meat on. Is that what she's nominated for?
1: Not for the meat dress, no. No, she's actually for The Star is Born. I'm assuming you never saw that. The Star that. is
4: Born from 1950. <laughs>
1: yeah, that? Yeah. They
4: remade it, Oscar. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Melissa McCarthy. She's awesome. She, she had a great uh, role in Can You Ever Forgive Me?
4: M- Melissa McCarthy is the only one I know. And? She's very funny.
1: Well, I think we know your pick. There you go. So you're saying it's going to be Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Okay.
3: Are you going to watch the show, Oscar? No. <laughs> well, we'll call you
1: tomorrow with the best actors. You, you phone me back. You tell me. Okay. All right. We'll call, but same time tomorrow. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, Oscar. At
0: same time, we'll be 810 this morning. We'll give that Oscar a call. You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: You would be getting up early and listening. I thought you were completely lying. I thought you were all going to sleep in because you are having way too much fun. But uh, you know what? A job is a job, especially nowadays. Like my dad said, if Mm. you party with the boys, you got to get up with the men.
2: I like that.
1: I never got up with the men. (laughs) (laughs) But you sure partied with the boys. Uh, The global... uh, The uh, global hang on a second It's the Oscars that's what's coming up I'm more tired than everybody that was there all night anyway the Oscars uh, again are coming up on Sunday it is uh, the big big award show it's probably the biggest is it the biggest award show of all the award shows every Um, single one of them this is the pinnacle of awards yeah it's probably the one that gets the most views of billions of people around the world and it it.
2: runs like 19 hours Mm -hmm. so you you take a day off dedicate your time
1: so it's time to do the Sheets You Didn't Know movie edition here's some fun facts start the music Yes. There we go. Don't get
3: I, used to the music. It's only 30 seconds long. So.
1: Are you ready for fun fact ready. number one? Fun fact number one. OJ Simpson almost played the Terminator. That He was the first person cast... <laughs> But Cam- uh, James Cameron thought his persona was too pleasant to portray such a dark character. So there you go. Little did he know that uh, he would murder his wife. Ironically, yes. Uh, ironic that is, not ironically that he'd murder <laughs> his wife. <laughs> we got it. Anyway, number two, the sound of the uh, Velociraptors communicating with each other in Jurassic Park is actually the sound of tortoises mating. Really? They like to make Fun. some noise when they get it on, when they Matt, bang can shells. You, can
2: you make this sound? <laughs> Whoa.
1: That's not bad.
2: Yeah. That sounds like a tortoise mating.
1: Completely off the record note, uh, in Costa Rica, the howler monkeys, that is like the strangest sound you'd ever hear. It sounds like a velociraptor or anybody like that. Those little monkeys can make some, just abs. they sound like the devil when they open their mouths. I've never heard them mating, although maybe that's what they were doing in the bush. Could it was be. so hard to tell. Don't
2: investigate. All
1: right, number three, Psycho. Uh, you remember that uh, movie? It was <whistles> actually <whistles> released <whistles> in black and white because uh, Hitchcock kept receiving backlash about the shower scene being too gory in color. So that's why it's been black and white. Oh, and then when she falls in the bathtub and then the the blood circling the drain. Mm -hmm. I get it. All right. Uh, The big scene in Pulp Fiction uh, when Vincent stabs Mia in the heart. Well, the needle scene was actually shot in reverse. So really John Travolta was pulling the needle out of her instead of stabbing it into her. That is one of the most – I can't watch that graphic scene. Really? Oh, I can't. Have you seen Pulp Fiction?
2: I have. And the biggest thing that I focused on was the clocks because that's the thing where they're all the same time. Really? No matter where you look in Pulp Fiction.
1: What's a quarter pounder in France? A Royale with cheese. Thank you. Um, This is actually a sad uh, story. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was uh, the guy that actually did some of his stunt work in the Harry Potter movie. The last one actually got paralyzed in the movie, apparently. So they created a fundraiser, Daniel did, and paid for his college education, which is nice. And I like this one. In The Hangover, Ed Helms is actually missing a tooth for real. How do you lose it? He got a permanent implant when he was a teenager, so the dentist just removed it for filming. So that is like his real look when he doesn't have that tooth.
2: Didn't have to do black tooth.
1: No, exactly. Yeah. And (laughs) finally, uh, in the Toy Story Buzz Lightyear's original name was Lunar Larry. They, they nailed it with the oh, Buzz Lightyear. I'm
2: glad they changed that.
1: There you go. There's a, the Sheets You Didn't Know movie edition getting set for the Oscars. Uh, coming up in moments, uh, Kelsey's got a crazy story. How much money would one person leave as a tip? She's got a story you won't want to, won't want to miss coming up. You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'm about it like if it's really good service, it's twenty. If it's a, a, any kind of service, it's fifteen for me. But I've never given like a you know yeah. a, a fifty or a hundred percent tip on anything really? I don't think of my, not that I can think of. I don't know. so you go
3: to Danny's and you get great service, yeah. You've never dropped like a hondo for a waitress no, or anything like
1: that? No, tw- it's no, 20. Yeah, 20% usually. No. No a hondo. No, I've never. Where a hondo. I always
2: think I'm I'm really generous and mm. I get heck all the time is when I I do pick up. Like I've ordered out. Uh, I I always tip 10% to cover like the kitchen staff because okay. they still had to prepare it. Yeah. But everyone's like, "Don't tip if you're doing takeout. You're doing the work."
1: Oh, I see. All right. What about you? What is the biggest tip you've ever gotten, you've ever given? Maybe it was by accident. Like, did he mean 22,000 or did he mean like 220? Or he
2: tried to put like 22%. He yeah. was, to be
3: honest, he was probably tap- typing
1: in <laughs> with, with his, his handgun.
2: Gun.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hit the wrong button. What about you? Tell us your crazy tip stories. How much have you ever left? How much have you ever gotten? How much have you ever done by accident? Woke up in the morning and went,
0: uh oh, I better oh, phone no. MasterCard. 780 421 1039. You're listening to the Kissin' Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Boy, we had fun. Last
1: night at Cook County, it was just, uh, it was packed, and everybody was just uh, in a mood to listen to Aaron Goodwin, and he was awesome.
3: These invite-onlys, if you haven't been to one, are so worth it. So yeah. make sure you do what you can to get inside.
1: <laughs> Matt and I did the scavenger hunt for Big Valley tickets, and we asked for the two, uh, first person that would come up on stage wearing someone else's pants, and there were two identical twin guys there, and they switched pants. So ironically, they, you know, they're, they're, Pants fit you know. each other. But they were right in the middle of the dance floor, and they just changed. They their right yeah, there. <laughs> they had their, their tidy whities on, and it was pretty funny. And the then
2: funny- they were immediately arrested <laughs> yeah. no, hey. for public mm-hmm. indecency. We nope. talked
3: to the, the owner of Cook County. He was all on board. Yeah. And they, my favorite thing is Chris... <laughs> <laughs> didn't know they were identical twins. They kept telling him. He's like, Are you sure?
1: Well, because one of them had his hair uh, pinked for the hair massacre tomorrow. And with different colored hair, they did not look. And one had braces and one didn't. And I was just thrown off by it. I thought they were joking. And that, no, we're identical twins. We just have different things going on right now. Okay. I said, Okay. Anyway. <laughs> It was fun. Don't take it so personally that you couldn't recognize them. Still to come, uh, this hour at 7.30, a chance to uh, see one of the great shows that's on the way. In fact, uh, Female Vocalist of the Year, Ashley McBride nomination, that is, is going to be here with Little Big Town in Midland, and we'll give you a chance to win tickets with Don't Blow It for Everyone. But Kelsey had a great story trending at the top of the hour. Well, maybe not great, but the guy was so hammered in Nashville bar, he had his firearm in his hand, so they they asked him to leave. (laughs) I'm surprised they did. I thought, you know what? I thought you could have at least one firearm in your hand in Nashville and get away with it in a restaurant. But I guess he couldn't. But yes, if you leave it in your gun rack in your truck, yeah. the, the
2: charge is specifically possessing a firearm while intoxicated.
1: Okay, so you're not allowed to have do you both. You can conceal and carry, but you can't have a bevy. Yeah, and he had had a couple because he left a tip at the bar for twenty-two thousand dollars.
2: That's right. What's uh-huh. the
1: limit on a credit card? That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, not cash, on his. baby. <laughs> uh-huh. So we're looking for your big tip
2: stories. Oh, some. of these are good i work at a golf course and one time i was tipped 250 bucks on a two dollar chocolate bar it was not an accident
3: that is the one the hardest job but the most amazing job i swear is the golf cart girl yeah because you're gonna get drunk old man hitting on you all
1: (laughs) which is terrible and
3: basically you're rolling up to a group of guys yeah you're the only girl out there for most of the time and they're gonna be idiots (laughs) yeah but then they're gonna give you a big fat tip yeah so what do you do (laughs)
2: <laughs> you take the tip. Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. And, and cover up a little and bit and get out of there.
2: Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Uh this listener says I've tipped 100 on a $6 drink when I cu- I went on the VLTs a couple of times, mm. just sharing the wealth. Uh someone else said I own a company and someone tipped $250 on $15. I called the customer immediately to ensure it wasn't a mistake and it wasn't.
3: I like to be that
1: rich where I can just like one day or money. you're
2: just feeling generous. It's pretty uh, awesome. Every once in a while, a happy day gift.
1: <laughs> pretty awesome. Here's a funny text that just came in talking about me not identifying the identical twins. Chris sounds like the type of guy who would have been fooled when Clark Kent wore his glasses, <laughs> making him unden- identifiable as a s- Superman. Yeah, that's probably me. Here's Thomas Rhett and Maren Morris.
0: You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Big story from Nashville, where a very intoxicated man—well, he ended up having to leave the bar with the uh, police's help. But uh, before he did, he left a twenty-two thousand dollar tip, so he'd had a good time. So we're twenty-two
2: thousand dollars. How do you we're,
1: toss a guy after that big of a <laughs> A jerk is a jerk. No, big. it isn't. Wave a gun point. around, Matt. Just because you got money doesn't mean you should be able to wave a gun around drunk in a bar, like. What He's kind of,
2: firing into all the right. ceiling every well, shot. You say, sir, shot. you can
1: stay, but I'll take the gun. What, you can pick it up tomorrow. I'll take your, your gun and your credit card. Uh, we're looking for your tip stories.
2: I love this from Nolan. He said, it's not the largest tip I ever got, but it's definitely the most memorable. I was selling ice cream in the concert bowl at my first ever BVJ, and Brett Kissel tipped me $4. There you
1: go. Hmm. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you cheapo. Open up the wall. Hey, come on. Four dollars. That, that
2: was probably a one hundred percent tip. Yeah. On the All ice right,
1: cream. Fair I'm sorry, Brett. All right, seven eight zero four two one one oh three nine Victor.
2: Oh uh, actually
4: uh remember Turbo gas station was still in Edmonton in here?
1: The turbo, yes.
4: Well, I was a gas jockey there, and I filled up this guy's car with $40 gas, and he dropped me a $100 tip.
3: Wow. jeez, what was he driving?
4: He was driving a basic Honda Civic.
3: Okay. That's it. I'm quitting my job becoming a pump jockey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good morning, Maureen. What's your story?
4: My cousin and I, I spent the summer in Ottawa. She delivered papers, so after we'd spend the day in the pool, we'd have to quickly go collect for the papers, so we'd run around, of course, in our bikinis, and she'd get like Hundred bucks for a tip from a ten dollar paper route. So I decided I'd get a paper route in Edmonton and um, I go to collect and it was a five dollar bill or a four ninety five.
2: She gave me a five dollar bill and wanted her nickel. Oh, Here you thought you were going to strike it rich
3: No bikini saving oh, you from a cheapo that's correct. I know what would save the newspaper industry Paper <laughs> delivery girls in bikinis
2: <laughs> That's the answer we've been looking for It's like Matt, right. why,
1: why do you need five journals and five sons, Matt?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I cut out the articles
1: Sure you do Coming up in moments uh, How much did you get tipped if you uh, fix somebody's furnace? Uh, well,
0: after hours we got a great story you're listening to the and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Your
1: chance to play Don't Blow It for everyone.
0: Big, big prize. Little
1: Big down tickets on the way in moments. Just keep on kissing for the cue to call. We're talking about crazy tips because uh, 22000 is not a bad tip at a Nashville restaurant. I was got, drunk and had his gun out. But <laughs> he,
2: <laughs> so they earned it.
1: Still in jail. No big deal. But anyway, we're looking for your stories.
2: Talking about the best tips. Yeah. I got tipped a case of beer for working after hours to fix a furnace for a customer.
1: Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah.
3: Do you supposed to tip uh, service people like that? Like...
1: Oh, if Jack duty? was here, she'd say absolutely. Yes. She'd say sure. she tips all of those people, and she, she probably tips them with alcohol too.
3: <laughs> My favorite Jack story about tipping people <laughs> is when she tipped her garbage man yes. and like taped the tip to a piece of garbage, and it most definitely got thrown in the trash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Anyway, it's the thought that counts. All right. You, two strangers playing for their little big town tickets. That's coming up right now. It's Kenny Chesney, and she got it all. Kissin' Country, 103.9. You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt
0: podcast.
1: Yeah, those guys were part of one of our invitation-only uh, parties at Cook County Saloon a while back. Uh, incredible. And last night's absolutely incredible. We asked the crowd, and we were on stage, Matt, to, to be listening at 6 o'clock in the morning, and we asked who would be, and they all raised their hands and said they would. We called them liars, because I thought they would all be sleeping in, but a bunch of them were listening this morning. There's and a few not liars. They found out, Jack, uh, James... Uh, Barker Band is going to be the next one up March 21st, so keep on kissing for another chance to go. It's gonna that be... party's going to be off the hook. Oh, man. So good. It was so good last night. Um, Aaron Goodman had a chance to meet uh, Aaron's father, actually, for the very first time. Really nice guy, talking to him about his son, and they're very, very proud, and it's been a long battle. Like it, He's it's, grinded it out oh, for years. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, basically he told a story about how uh, his wife, Aaron's mom, at one point just says, like, listen, buddy, like, either you're going to either make it now, or you're going to come home and you're not going to make it anymore. At at a certain point, it's also up to parents. They they absolutely inspire you to to go for your dreams, but they're also tough love, right? Yeah, it's time
2: to become an accountant. I remember when
3: Aaron first came in, just after signing his record deal, yeah, and just the look in his eyes—he's like yeah. the the deep breath. He's yeah. like, "I finally kind of made it." Yeah, exactly. and look at him now. Yeah, amazing. Well, I
2: think that's what's always so funny when people get new artist of the year when yeah. they've been working for twenty years in right. dive bars and right. small right. towns, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" They're typically
1: about? not a rookie of the year. Or, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Aaron was one of those guys, and it's so good. I mean, he's such a great guy, and his family's great, and uh, it was—I know he was just blown away by that crowd because it was—it couldn't have been any more fuller at that bar last night. And it was a great thing.
3: James Barker band will be the same way.
1: Yeah. Hey, coming up just after eight o'clock, we're going to talk to our buddy Oscar. I don't know if you heard this yesterday, but people were talking to us about it at Cook County Saloon last night, but we randomly called an Oscar from Edmonton to see about his Oscar picks and asked him about all sorts of things like uh, who should win the actress of the year. Glenn Close was up for it. Glenn Close. Yeah. Is that a woman? I think so. (laughs) 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 Olivia Coleman.
4: Olivia Coleman, that sounds more like a woman.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he promised he'd answer his phone again if we called at 810, so we're going to do that coming up.
0: You're listening to the Kiss in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: Kate and Brown and What Ifs, kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away, Kelsey's here. A uh, big problems on the Anthony Henday Eastbound by Manning. We just saw uh, Global Edmonton. Uh, Stacy was flying over it on Global Edmonton, and it is backed way up because of uh, that serious collision that happened earlier in the day. It is 8.09. It is going to be minus nine or so a little bit later on today. The Oscars, uh, the probably the biggest award show of all is happening this weekend on Sunday and uh, we're like, well, what's our angle on this? Well, we, you know, we've seen a few of the movies, not all of them. So we thought we'd call in a resident expert somebody named oscar just some rando oscar wasn't our first call either no no, but he seems to know a bit about movies just by chance we called a whole bunch of oscars and we finally got this one and uh, we promised we'd call him again today start that music here it is that music is for oscar let's call and see if he'll take our call hello hey oscar it's Chris Sheets and the crew here at uh, Kissin Country. Thank you for taking our call again this morning. You
4: phoned me back.
1: Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen normally.
4: My phone's been ringing off the hook. Oh, why? I'm kidding. Nobody phoned me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the Oscars are coming up and, uh, you know, we're just going to kind of get your picks. I mean, who would know better than Oscar for the Oscars? It makes complete sense. So uh, when it comes to lead actor, uh, we got a list here. We'll just, you know, read them off to you. You tell us what you think. You ready? Let's do it. Christian Bale for uh, the movie Vice. I saw that movie
4: and I liked it because Christian Bale got fat and old, and now he kind of looks like me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I see what you like. (laughs) All right. Bradley Cooper, a star is born.
4: I don't like that. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not a a singer, and now he thinks he can sing. Everybody thinks they can do anything today, and we need to start telling more kids that that's not true. Oh, let me guess. It's
1: a millennial problem.
4: That's exactly right. He probably... Tuned it uh, on his phone.
1: <laughs> he tuned it. <laughs> what about William Defoe? He's another more mature actor from e- *Eternity's Gate* is the movie. What do you think of a William Defoe?
4: Here's the thing. I'm going to call you out. It's Willem Defoe. Oh, Ooh. Oscar! How, how do you so, know that? Now you sound like a millennial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think of Willem Defoe? Well, now I can't even say his name.
4: What, what was he in?
1: *Eternity's Gate*.
4: I don't know what that is, but I like Willem Dafoe.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right. Now, what about Rami Malek in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? That's the story, of course, of that famous uh, rock group. What are their names?
3: Queen! Yes, thank you. Oh, Queen, yeah, that movie about Queen, Oscar. Queen is... A band.
1: (laughs) Not Queen Elizabeth.
4: This... This doesn't sound right.
3: (laughs) So uh, not your pick. Let's move on.
1: (laughs) All right. Apparently it's a really inspirational movie. I haven't seen it yet, but Viggo Mortensen is uh, in green book. Okay.
4: Viggo sounds like another name. That's not a name. Okay. I will say that you throw a beard on that guy and he was good in the, the rings.
3: Oh, Lord of the Rings. With Frodo. He played
4: played, uh, the the short guy, right?
3: No, he was one of the tall guys. Okay, I don't like him then.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You only like short guys. (laughs) Noted.
1: Okay, so who's your pick on all these guys? Christian, Bradley, Willem, Rami, or Vigo?
4: What what was the one that looks like me?
1: Uh, Christian Bale. Bale. That.
4: <laughs> no bias. Get I'll get to being on t v Well, you're on the radio, buddy. thanks for your picks. Thanks for phoning.
1: tomorrow is the big one. Big picture. Can we call you at the same time seriously
4: you You can call me at every time. Y- you got nothing else on the go? <laughs> I sit here all day and I play with dogs they're 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 just everywhere. I
1: bet you watch curling too, don't you?
4: Curling is a man's
1: sport, okay. <laughs> Good